we're going back. Is it on? Uh, let me go on the live stream. There we go. All right. Hello, Lou. Hello. Doing? We are Baby Metal. Death. Anyways, just kidding. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for Mark Daly, we wouldn't be doing this show today. Yes. Because, thanks, Mark, I guess. Yeah, because he uh, last week he, in the uh, Almost Human Live chat, he was like, when's the next Ozzy show? And I was like, I don't know. It was supposed to be last week, but it didn't happen. But it's going to happen today. I, We're going to do Sharon Osmosis. when he wants to milk it out more. Oh, you meant the the uh, the album discography show. OK, never mind. Yeah. But osmosis and down to earth. God damn, these albums suck. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to disagree with that statement, but when osmosis first came out in 95, yeah. I was super excited. You know, I heard Perry made. I wasn't. Perry... I wasn't. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, well, it was a very long gap between it was a those four albums. year gap to be exact. Yeah, it was, it was a long time for me anyway. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Not including the one off Born to be Wild cover that Ozzy did with Miss Piggy for the, for the uh, Muppets I, CD. I must have missed that. <laughs> and be glad God you I did. did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now I was very excited that Ozzy was coming back. I mean, at the time, 14 years old, I didn't know any better. So, mm. of course, I was excited that Ozzy was coming back. I was like, you know. The lead singer of Black Sabbath, the voice of Black Sabbath. He's back. And I was super excited that he had Geezer Butler with him on bass. And, you know, at the time I was a Zach Wild fan. I don't hate Zach, but Zach is not my favorite Ozzy guitarist. Mm. Uh, I put him just beneath uh, Randy Rhodes, Jakey Lee, Gus G, and uh, Joe Holmes. <laughs> just beneath them, huh? <laughs> I think that's it. Um. Anyway, uh, so, but you know, I mean, Zach earned his stripes. You know, like I said, I saw him with the uh, Pantera Legacy, and he and he was awesome with it. And you know, all of a sudden, we have this new guy in the band, Dean Castronovo, who mm. at one point was the drummer for Doctor Mastermind. Did you know that? I know of the band, but no, I did not know that he was the drummer on Doctor Mastermind. Hmm. Um. And then the next thing he did after that that I was aware of was Hardline, which was a band that Neil Sean of Journey formed after Bad English had long broken up mm. uh, with the Gioli brothers, who went on to uh, find fame and fortune in Germany, uh, Johnny as the singer for Axel Rudy Pelt. So they had Perry Mason on heavy rotation on Q104.3. So I was like, oh, finally, a metal song on Q104. And, you know, at the time, I was super excited. Got the album as a birthday gift. Super excited. You know, I listened to it on repeat. 
1995, really, what did you have in the mainstream that was considered metal? Mm. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. You had uh, you had the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. <laughs> you really didn't have. I mean, you know, Corn was coming out. Deftones had just released Adrenaline. Um, but it was a new form of metal that I had not gotten used to, so I hadn't really adapted to it. Yeah. But as a hardcore Sabbath fan, I was like, finally, a new Ozzy album. So when I first listened to it, I loved it. Fast forward almost 30 years later, I don't have the same love for this album that I once did. Yeah. It's, now, it's, uh, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to let you go. Uh, no, I couldn't think of the word I wanted to use, but go ahead. Was it boring? No, it wasn't boring. <laughs> no. Um, quick run through of the songs. You know, me, Perry Mason. Lyrics are dumb, but it's a fun song. So, you know, who am I to stand in the way of a fun song? Mm. Just Want You. It's tolerable. Ghost Behind My Eyes. No. Mm. Thunder Underground. Promising. Mm. And the fifth song. Uh, See You on the Other Side, probably my favorite song on the album. I do love it. It's a very haunting uh, guitar part. And uh, I don't know. I just I always thought it was one of Ozzy's best post Randy songs. Um, Tomorrow. Very reminiscent of Black Sabbath. Not going to lie. You know, there are elements of it that I did like. Uh, What's the one after that? Denial. Blech. Heck, really didn't okay. i did not care for denial my little man as a parent i'm gonna leave it alone because you know i love my daughter i know ozzy loves his kids so i'm gonna leave it alone i don't like it i'm gonna leave it alone <laughs> jekyll and hyde uh i'd rather everybody listen to run and hide by severed angel available on the deluxe edition purchase over at severedangel.com thank you quick plug and old LA tonight, uh, a bit too saccharine for my taste, but I, I I could, I could appreciate it. I I mean, this is not Ozzy's. It's not his worst, but it's definitely not one of his best. It's, it's 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 Ozzy. It's above uh, so tired off Park at the Moon, but nowhere near. <laughs> The first four albums. It's a good song. Uh, but the, the funny thing is, I, you say this album is so bad, is Geezer Butler is involved. Ironic, isn't it? And, yeah. <laughs> and you would think with him involved, uh, maybe he wasn't really that involved with it. I, I don't know. Apparently, maybe not. But uh, you think that he would bring some of the Sabbath type things back with him and, you know, get him, Ozzy to write some really good songs. But uh, no, didn't work. Well, the key ingredient for it to be Sabbath, which is Tony Iommi, is missing from this. So exactly that wouldn't have um, happened. I'm just taking a look at the. Yeah, actually, he doesn't really is one. Uh, Lemmy actually was a co-writer on See You on the Other Side. Yep, I just saw that. Uh, He's only got a credit on one song. These are but oh, no, two. And that's it. So, so he wasn't really that involved with the album. Which songs was Geezer credited with? Oh, you're gonna make me look this over again. Uh... You didn't say what the songs were. <laughs> I, I didn't think I had to. Uh, where'd they go? 
uh, Thunder Underground. That song sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other one? Um, I think the last song, right? Nope. My Jekyll Doesn't Hide, which also sucks. So, yeah, he did not help out whatsoever. I uh, probably made the album worse, to be honest. Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, he's got some great bass lines on it. By the way, he Greg does. just messaged us. He's he's <clears throat> going to join, so that's cool. Yeah, fuck him. Who cares? Oh, stop um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you mentioned, yes, there's a lot of really good bass lines on here and things that we haven't heard in, in a few years. Um, But yeah, it's just uh, it's just such a dull album. I, when I first heard it, I heard Perry Mason and I saw it, that video was on MTV constantly. Yes, it was one of and, the few uh, hard rock metal songs. If it's not White Zombie, that was played on in '95. So yeah, right, exactly. So that was always on, and um, I heard it, and I, I was like, okay, it's not bad. But what is that drum sound? It sounds like a fucking the, the bass drum is like hitting. It's like a tennis ball hitting a like a, a box or something. Really? And so you're not a fan of Dean Castronovo's uh, drumming? The, the on drums, that? the drumming is fine. The drum sound is terrible. I, I don't hmm. know what the what they were doing with that drum sound, uh, but the the album overall has like this really dull sound to begin with. I think you know it's, it doesn't have the polish that um, No More Tears had. You know, this is kind of like grungy in a way, very dark. Well, I think it was produced by Michael Bainhorn, if I'm correct. No idea who that is. It's on the back of the album cover. I understand that, but who is he? What has he done? Who has uh, he beat? He's done <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers prior to Rick Rubin and um, a bunch of other stuff that actually falls within the realm of alternative rock or grunge, as, as you mentioned. Um, you Ozzy actually said that the production of this album, the recording and the production of this album was one of the worst experiences of his entire life. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not kidding. Apparently he, he said that he wanted Michael Wagner to yeah. uh, produce this album. And um, it was recorded with Michael Wagner at the helm, if you have the um, I th I think the box set was the Prince of Darkness, the one that comes with undercovers and like okay. like all the songs. There, there's a couple of songs that he produced that make it on there, like the demo versions of them. I think See You on the Other Side is one of them. And uh, I think Walk on Water, which actually ended up on the Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack. Oh, OK, that was a good that was a good song. Like it was it was decent. Uh, the demo, I thought, was better than the version that ended up on the album mm. uh, because Ozzy actually, well, sounded like Ozzy mm. as opposed to like uh, a, a helium fused chipmunk. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> um, so, you know, apparently like Michael and, and, and Ozzy's not he, he does not like to do multiple takes of one song. He's like, go in there, get the best take, move on. You know, like he keeps referring to the fact that the first Sabbath album was recorded in two days. I think Paranoia was recorded in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to him, that's how an album should be done. Go in, get it done, get out. Well, every time, uh, you know, he, he apparently he had he would have Ozzy in the studio until Ozzy was like dead tired. <laughs> Uh, concentrating on one song, getting the best performance out of it. Mm. And then the next day they'd go in and tell Ozzy, all right, let's record it again. <laughs> like, what a waste of resources and, and money and time. You know, it's right, just like, right. holy shit. <laughs> well, so there, there's a lot of shit going on with this album, but uh, 
I, I like Perry Mason. You know, that's grown on me over time. I, I do like it. I just want you. I basically just like the singles, whatever has been on the radio. Uh, see you on the other side. And I do like actually like Denial. Uh, but everything else, man, I thought I really liked this album. But listening to it recently, I'm like, you, there's nothing here that's that good. You know, it, besides those singles. It's the reverse chameleon effect. Hmm. Which we are also plugging tomorrow because Roland Grappa will be a guest on Rat Side Review, which yes, will Wayne will be uh, live with at 11 a.m. Eastern. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chameleon was an album I did not like at first, but now it's totally grown on me. That and Pink Bubbles Go Ape. Mm. Um, I can't say the same about Osmosis. And damn, dude, like I, I, I tried so hard as a kid, as a youngin, to say that I love this album. It's the best thing Ozzy ever did. Then I put back Diary of a Madman on the cassette player, and I was like, that's the Ozzy I miss. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, the excitement. You know, there just was none of that here. And if there was, it just fizzled out really quick. So. Yeah, I mean, should we say it's a money grab? No, I don't think it's a money grab. It's just... Yeah. yeah. He never I, said I... he wasn't going to stop making albums. He was just supposed to stop touring, which, you know, didn't happen. Well, that's year. the thing. I was under the impression that he was going to stop doing albums. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I thought he said he said he was done because apparently um, the reason why he said he was going to be done was because his doctor misdiagnosed him with having early on stage multiple sclerosis. Hmm. And then he got a second opinion and he's like, well, I want to get the hell out of here. Sharon and the kids are driving me crazy. So <laughs> when I heard he was back, I was like, yay. Yeah. But, you know, I agree with Tommy Dreamer. If you say you're retired, then stay retired. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you're going to do a, uh, a a loser leaves town thing, or if you're going to say goodbye, you know, you're, you're cheating the fans if you come back. Um, in hindsight, I'm glad that Ozzy did come back because I got to see some great bands live at Ozfest. Mm-hmm. But knowing what I know now, If you're going to go, if you're going to retire, stay retired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm glad that he's back. And there are at least like on this album, it's like I like four or five songs on here. That's fine. I don't have to like the whole entire album. So those are cool songs. This next album, Down to Earth, uh, I swore I like this more. I used to listen to this a lot. I, when going back and forth to Queens to go to band practice, for some reason, I like this album. Uh, listen to it, it listening to it, um, you know, last few weeks. No, I, I I don't know what happened, but it this it didn't hold up. I don't know why. There are again maybe one or two songs on here that I do like, but even like the next few albums, it's, there's always a few songs that I do like. So it's okay that he's back, you know. I got a call for. God damn it. That's fine. Well, I'm gonna milk this because Greg again said that he is. Uh, Greg, move out. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't even want to know. <laughs> d- d- don't just read the message chat later. Um, okay, so College Radio DJ, you know, we get this album serviced to us at 590 AM WSJU, St. John's Radio. From uh, I forgot who's the marketing uh, agency behind it. I mean, Sony serviced it to either McGaffey or skateboard marketing. It might've been skateboard market or it might've been concrete. It might've been one of those marketing agencies. 
So, you know, the goal was to get this to number one on the CMJ Loud Rock charts, which it was. But, you know, as the as the music director, part of my job was to pick the rotation for for the week. And, you know, I figured, all right, let's throw on Gets Me Through because that's the single. But I have to admit, unlike Perry Mason, I couldn't stand Gets Me Through. No, I, I thought it was bland. I, I thought it wasn't. It didn't go anywhere. It it, 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 it was like 13 before 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, then I heard Facing Hell and I'm like, OK, this song I actually like. Right. Yeah. Like this is a good one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you move on to the rest of the album. You got Dreamer, which is another attempt at John to live. Sorry, John. Well, his name is John Michael Osborne, but I digress. Uh, You know, another attempt for Ozzy to live out his innermost John Lennon like fantasies, which I thought tonight was a better attempt. Mm. Um, Dreamer. I mean, yeah, it was a big hit single. But remember, just because it's a hit single doesn't it does not make it a good song, people. You hate Dreamer that much, huh? I I'm not a fan of it. I think it's you know what it is. It's just here we are. We're in a post 9-11 world. This album dropped in November 2011, 2001. And I think I just got tired of the all we are saying, let's give peace a chance type bullshit that was going on at the time. Not that I'm a, a warmongering lunatic. I'm, I, I am a pacifist in nature. But the the problem is I can't stand virtue signaling. I can't stand it when people are disingenuous with, you know, their pleas for peace. In other words, if you're going to be someone who goes for peace, then do it for yourself. Don't do it to get attention. I felt like this song was a kind of a way to get attention. So I didn't see the sincerity behind it. But then again, I questioned Ozzy. Did you write the lyrics? Anyway, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's funny. It's hard for me to remember some of these song titles. Yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Junkie, I remember. Can't stand that song. Can you hear them? Can't stand that song. Yeah. You know, what the hell was that all about? I don't even remember. It was, but you know, part one. Where's part what? two? Or three. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, like. You know, I mean, say what you will about, um, you know, No Rest for the Wicked or No More Tears or even Osmosis. Mm. This album is so forgettable. Yeah. And it's a shame because uh, you, you got Robert Tru- Trujillo on bass. Who's a phenomenal musician. Awesome bass player. Awesome bass player. And one of my favorite drummers, Mike Borden from Faith No More. I was so excited because only because he was on his album. I and he sounds know. good on it. The he rhythm does. section he sounds, sounds great. Awesome. Exactly. That's, the music is cool. That's the one thing I'll give Osmosis and Down to Earth. Rhythm section, awesome. Yeah, totally. Uh, and Zach's still with him. So, you know, that's his, his guitar playing is, you know, as good as usual. But the songs, man. Uh, and and the only reason why I I I I wasn't even I didn't even know this album was coming out. And um a friend of mine doesn't like music and doesn't even like metal. Uh he liked the song Dreamer. And I'm like, why do you you actually like an Ozzy song? 
And he's like, yeah. So I listened to it and I was like, all right, it's it's actually pretty good. I liked it. And I picked the album up because of that song. I thought I thought it's a really good song. Um, but yeah, the, like Facing Hell is good. And that's about it. Because uh, this album is just so bland and boring. And, and I hate to say that because a lot of my favorite players are on here, but it just does nothing. Well, and, you know, and, and, and they didn't even have faith in the album itself because they didn't even put the freaking lyrics in here. They just put who wrote the song and then they put a bunch of pictures of Ozzy in the book. They didn't even put any of the pictures of the other band members in, and nobody's in here, but just Ozzy. No, that, well, this was to milk the Osbournes, the Ozfest. Uh, this was this was just all to milk Ozzy. This is when, hey, Greg, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, miserable. We're talking about osmosis <laughs> down to earth. I've thrown up about five times. You missed. Oh, oh yeah, oh. I'm wiping it off my face right now. Uh, um, I'm not gonna lie. So, so you know, I truly think that this album, Down to Earth, was just Sharon milking the Aussie machine for all it could because she knows that that was her golden goose or her golden calf or her golden boy or you know her her golden chicks up whatever you want to call it i don't even know and the golden goose was on the loose and getting out of season oh that's uh, trust me i'd let that golden goose live this one i'd shoot but i digress (laughs) um no but you know the thing that pissed me off about this album was i was finally looking forward to joe holmes being on an ozzy album you know, something that would hopefully have granted him more royalties than being on the Lizzie Borden album, which he was on in the past. He was Lizzie's uh, Lizzie Borden's uh, one of her, one of his former guitarists. Mm. And he also took the role of lead guitar spot from Jason Becker in David Lee Ross band when poor Jason got diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm. And, you know, again, Joe Holmes is a phenomenal guitarist who was trained who was taught by Randy Rhodes and, you know, got to sing for, well, he got, he, he got to play guitar for Dave and he got to play guitar for Ozzy. But unfortunately we'll never hear that on record because, you know, Dave got busted for bunk reefer in Manhattan in uh, uh, Washington square park. And uh, Ozzy decided to go for um, the Jersey Viking guy. <laughs> well, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. He, he doesn't. So, that that was a bone of contention I had this with this album. I would have loved to have heard the lineup of Borden, Trujillo, and Holmes play on an album together. Mm. I will never hear that now. Well, I mentioned mentioning uh, Jason Becker. Did you see he's selling that uh, Alex Eddie Van Halen uh, guitar that he was gifted? Yeah, I I, I ain't uh, putting any function for that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I just sold a bunch of my stuff today, so. <laughs> That just sucks though. Like he's that bad, you know, money wise. You know, because he, you know, he needs the money for to take care of his, uh, you know, situation. But to he be does. in a situation to to sell your things like that, it's just it's insane. I'm sure maybe Vi and Satriani will do another benefit concert to raise money for him. They've done it in the past, and yeah. you know. Anyways, Greg, how are you, man? Hello, Greg. I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Okay, so we gave our opinions on Osmosis and Down to Earth, and we both agree. <laughs> Your opinion, sir. Osmosis first. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 
modern streamlined derivative bullshit. <laughs> there's, you could have just said that. <laughs> there, there's a couple interesting songs, but the whole thing, both of these records, um, they're just so samey from song to song. And even the ones that are a little bit different, like you can pretty much follow the formula of how No More Tears was set up and just, okay, now here comes the fucking ballad. See you on the other side of crap. <laughs> I don't even like this. The <laughs> one song from the album I liked. <laughs> at, at least I believed Mama I'm Coming Home. <laughs> Oddly enough, Lemmy co-wrote both of them. Uh if it was done a little different, it's not a bad song. I just don't particularly care for the the processed Prince of Darkness, I'll call it, that they created on this album. <laughs> That's a good way Although, to put it. Perry Mason's a good catchy song, too. There's just, there's something off about this to me. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, it's almost it just, like it personality's fake. mute. What's that? It sounds fake. It does. It sounds very forced. Yeah. It's it's like it, it, one of those rip-off Bay Area bands trying to sound like Metallica, but it's Ozzy sounding like Ozzy yeah. in the 90s, which... Well, which I, like I also... Mentioned. I find it very odd that... And we can discuss it later as we go through the other ones, but this album seems to set the sonic template for the whole rest of his career on out. Yep. We did not mention that. He's right. It's it's just bizarre because, okay, we all know Ozzy doesn't really write. Fine, whatever. That issue's dead, but he's worked with no. so many different people over the years, and... You know, even I'm sure he remembers different parts of that. You you would just you'd think he'd bring some ideas or say, "Hey, we got to mix it up a little bit." Like Diary takes you on one long journey, but still, there's differences and nuances to the songs. This is just lazy. And you can remember each song. These albums, like we mentioned earlier, it's like you can't remember. Yeah anything yeah <laughs> you know? even the, even the ones i hate on bark at the fucking moon i you mean still know. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand so tired but i could tell you almost every note of it yeah right <laughs> I, I said osmosis is one step above so tired for me that's about <laughs> it um i mean it's really kind of non-offensive and it's blandness honestly like it's nothing special, but it's not a complete shit the bed moment, I suppose. There's still a couple classic songs, but it's just not that interesting. And I don't know. I'd rather play Road to Nowhere than see you on the other side. If if it was done a little bit more dynamically, it would definitely be the better song. But this this Velveeta Oz <laughs> I dare yourself a Vita like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny because I hadn't listened to the next one, uh, Down to Earth, in years and years. And I remember being so excited about it because it was the first one where I was old enough to buy it as a new release. I was in high school. They put out Gets Me Through as the single, saw that, the video. It's like, 
yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Super excited. Got it. Listened to it for about a week. And then I'm like, this one kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't real into osmosis, but at least I can remember some of the songs. Yeah. And when we were talking about this, I just remembered the initial excitement of, oh, yeah, new Ozzy album, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's right. This is that album with those horrible songs on it. <laughs> I listened to it again this morning before we did this. Man, this is this is almost depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have to write notes because <laughs> there's but, nothing to um, remember. You know, the, Lou mentioned with him being the golden cow. I think that's one part of it. But I think another thing that might have led to that is, you know, he had been torn with the reunited Sabbath, both mm -hmm. on their own and then on the OzFest tours, including in 2001. And I do remember around this period of time, everyone, oh, he's totally the weak link in Sabbath. Ozzy's horrible now. Oh, oh, but look at the rest of the band. And I think that pissed her off a little bit because it hurt Ozzy's prestige. And I think that might have been a big push behind this album, too, because Iomi had also just done a solo album that was B. Well, it was it great. Didn't do great numbers, but it was really praised by the community because it's a great record. And I think those inadequacies kind of played into this. And ah, fuck it. We'll just make it sound like the last one. Nobody will notice because. These idiots will buy it anyway. I'll even put it to the lyrics on the opening single. Yeah, you guys get me through with your <laughs> dollars because you can't think for yourself. Who knew us? It's funny that you mentioned the Iomi album because, you know, when Iomi is writing better material with guys like Billy Idol, uh, Ian Asbury of the cult, Pete Steele of Typo Negative, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, when you're writing better material, with them than you were with Ozzy, then what's that got to say about Ozzy and what he has to mm -hmm. offer? And the funny thing, you mentioned uh, the Sabbath reunion tour between Osmosis and, uh, and Down to Earth. My first concert ever in my lifetime was the reunited Sabbath at the Continental Airlines Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey, which is oh. where MetLife Stadium is now. And it was them, Pantera, and Deftones. So I got to see two of my guitar heroes, Dimebag Daryl and Tony Iommi, on one stage. And I have to give it to Oz. He was firing on all cylinders then. Sabbath performed great on that tour. But then, like, that OzFest 99 was supposed to be the end of Sabbath. It was supposed to be their That was their original farewell tour. And then they came back in 2001 on the grounds that they were going to release new music. In fact, they had premiered a brand new song mm -hmm. on that tour that never made it to 13, which I think if it did, it would have actually made 13 a better album. Um, so, yeah, I could see, you know, the whole thing that I was saying before that Ozzy was Sharon's golden calf and, you know, Jakey Lee saying Sharon is vindictive. So maybe to get back at the people that are saying that Ozzy was the weak link. Okay, here's a new Ozzy album then for you because, you know, Sabbath needs him. He doesn't need them. Bullshit. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's, it, Facing Hell is the only song off of it that I like. And I was I was telling Wayne before, Greg, Terrible. that um, 
Well, you said facing hell is terrible. No, I said it's not terrible. Yeah, it's, that, it's, that one's an okay. Th- one. That's the only song on the album I like. But I was telling him when I heard Osmosis when I was 14, I loved it then. But I think I was more in love with the fact that Ozzy was back, mm-hmm. you know, and Wayne and I both agree that the rhythm sections, you know, geezer with Dean Castronovo on uh, Osmosis and <laughs> Rob Trujillo with Mike Borden on Down to Earth sound great. But as we all know, uh, sometimes having the most uh, prestigious musicians on your album doesn't necessarily make it a good album. Take the first two Ozzy albums when nobody know nobody knew who Randy Rhodes was. They barely knew who Lee Kerslake or Bob Daisley was. Solid material. But I'm sure you may know this, that even though Michael Bainhorn was the producer on Osmosis, Michael Wagner was originally chosen to produce Osmosis by Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And apparently Ozzy is quoted as saying that recording Osmosis with Bainhorn was the worst recording experience of his life because he kept on making him, you know, cut the same song that he did the day before when he was less tired the next day. So milk on the cow, milk on the cow. Anyway, moving right along. Where are the comments? Why do we only have two people watching? It's one of them is me. <laughs> it could be the albums we're talking about. Maybe it's because it's Tuesday. Mark Daly requested this episode and we're giving it to him. That's right. Where are you, Mark Daly? But no, I know why people ain't watching the show. They're getting ready for thir- um, their turkey day, which is like in two days. They're getting ready for Thanksgiving. They're getting the stuffing ready and the cranberry sauce. Well, you know, we could all stuff it. Well, if... Uh... If these are their favorite Ozzy albums, honestly, they're probably buying the pre-cooked uh, Cajun turkeys from Popeyes since they <laughs> like so much processed. Or they're eating tofurkey. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. That that just brings back my rage from the other night when they brought me the wrong Uber Eats order. They brought you tofurkey? <laughs> No, they brought me an impossible fucking burrito. Oh, from- come on. <laughs> it's not what I ordered. I ordered a couple steak quesadillas, sons of bitches. <laughs> impossible burrito. Yeah, it was impossibly fucking terrible. I never <laughs> knew anything on this earth could suck so bad. Of course, well, I took a bite. I had to try it. <laughs> I can think of something that sucks worse than that. Down to earth. Down to Earth and Osmosis. <laughs> We're doing the show on that right now. Uh, and pretty much, I think the show's done. <laughs> There's nothing else to really talk about yeah. those albums. If you're going to buy any well, Ozzy albums, make sure it's not these two. Well, no, I, I say buy Osmosis because there are at least four good songs on there. Down to Earth, you can probably skip that one. I like to bury it down in the earth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, even though it's bland, I didn't really hate Osmosis, even on re-listen. Is it one I would personally buy to listen to or even have? No, because I'd probably never revisit it. But hmm. I think most of your Aussie fans will find something to like here. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And once you do, go back and listen to the real albums, the first four. Yep. Yeah, those are the ones that matter. Uh, even no more tears i'd recommend no yeah more. i love no more tears or you can just go buy a compilation 
this way it takes away nah. some, most of the bad songs. Yeah, but it it omits um, some of the best songs. That's the problem with the comps. Compilations are generally terrible. I wouldn't write. Well, Ozman Cometh is okay. I was going to say, because I was just yeah. looking at that one before. But that one's out of print. Hmm. and Which is unfortunate because that had the original version of Valpurgis, a.k.a. what would later become War Pigs, which sounded just as good. With its uh, lyrics about you know witchcraft and all that stuff, so I think it's on the Paranoid Deluxe vinyl box that I bought. Yeah, unfortunately, those are not available for streaming. So if you're, you know, if you want to hear those, you have to buy the physical product and do it because Walmart apparently is getting rid of their physical uh, uh, media, yeah. supposedly. Walmart and somebody else. Best Buy, I think. Best Buy, pretty much. Already Best done. Buy, really. They're pretty much already done with that shit. Um, do we want to talk about the uh, the covers album before we leave? I have two know. words for you. What's that? It stinks. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I gotta get to see what the hell was on it. Actually, I, I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, I uh, listen. UFO recorded the Saladino cuts, which was a covers album. And that's not one of the best represent representations of UFO, but it is a far superior album of cover songs compared to this one. I got this one. It's one of those dual discs. They don't even make these anymore, do they? No, because they did not work well. No. Um, Rocky Mountain High. I hate that song in general. In my life, I don't remember what the hell it even was. That's a Beatles song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. That was terrible. Garbage. Uh, Mississippi Queen, hate that song. Oh, oh I the love the song. version of that. that song. I hate every version of that song. Go Now, I don't remember. Which one? Go Now. Go Now. I don't even remember that one. Me neither. Woman, I don't remember what that is. That's either. a John Lennon song. Are you he sure? should have done a Venom song. Well, Woman is a John Lennon song. I know, but no. I don't think that's what this is. It is. Sure. Trust me. Ozzy was not covering Venom. <laughs> no, no, he was not covering Venom. Uh, well, it could be the Def Leppard song, Woman. If, that's women. <laughs> I wish this was vodka now. <laughs> let me let me see. It is John. I had to listen to this again then because uh, I don't remember. No, you either. don't. No, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I, I, and that pains me to say that because I love Jerry Cantrell as a guitar oh. player. But listen to Degradation Trip. Don't listen to this. Uh, 21st century schizoid man. I think that, that one was King kind Crimson. Of okay. King yeah, Crimson. I don't remember. Uh, and Greg's favorite band, All the Young Dudes from Mata Hoople. Oh, God, I forgot he butchered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, uh, Buffalo Springfield. I don't uh, think much of Neil Young the way uh, Raffiera doesn't think much of Joe Walsh. <laughs> uh, Good Times, Eric Burden. I don't remember what that song sounds like. Uh, that's an animal song, but I don't I don't remember it. I remember it. Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. I hate Clapton, so that's what I think of that song. Yeah, I don't like that song either. Uh, I don't remember him doing this one either. Man, uh, Fire the uh, from Arthur Brown. Oh, I gotta re-listen to that. Uh, uh, who the Arthur did Brown version was so good that anyone it's... else that tried to cover it... No, I, I will... There, there is one other person that I know that did cover. It. I'm sure there's others, but Snowy Shaw did cover that song, and he actually did a very good job of it. You really. would put over Snowy Shaw. <laughs> uh, working class hero, another John Lennon song. Blah. And sympathy for the devil. 
Rolling Stones. But now they're sponsored by the AARP, by the way. These are all terrible songs, by the way. Uh, Yeah, they suck. I wouldn't. I mean, uh, I wouldn't say to buy this. That is a cash grab. That is a cash grab. This is, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, that made that EP album, whatever it was, made me as angry as those two Metallica covers, which are two of the worst I've ever heard. Metallica covers. When they aborted When a Blind Man Cries, originally by Deep Purple, and Astronomy by Blue Oyster Cult. They are so terrible, they should be erased from existence. <laughs> I liked Astronomy. And Shut if the I did, fuck up. I did, don't, don't. I did. And if I didn't hear Metallica do that, I would have never said, you know what, I need to listen to, to uh, Blue Oyster Cult. I, I, I like that song. It, it's, it's so horrible. <laughs> I, I think the best version of astronomy is on some enchanted evening. So I like, I like both of them. Uh, it's hard to uh, pick for me. I like both versions. Uh, uh, just... Okay. Well, well Greg, Greg, let me ask you this. Do you prefer Metallica's version of astronomy or the version of astronomy that was on Imaginos? Imaginos. I mean, they just—they—they they totally. <laughs> you had to think it. about it for a second. <laughs> I don't see what what is so bad about it. <laughs> just his opinion, Wayne. No, I, I no, but I'm curious because to me, I, it they're made, not. They're not fluid musicians like Boc. They're not in. I know. In but they're just with each other. They're not in tune with each other enough to try to pull it off like they did. If they tried to do it as a ham-fisted thrash tune, it would have worked. But they try to do it similar to how Blue Oyster Cult would have done it, and they're not that type of band, and they just destroy it. And James cannot harmonize on vocals. He did that. There's so many things wrong with what they attempted to do there. <laughs> In Greg's defense, Wayne, um, I had uh, Damiano Christian of the band Sigurd Oath on my show two years ago. Going on three soon, actually, but give or take. Um, he had the same issue with their Ronnie Rising, the hmm. uh, that was on the I, tribute yes, album. I, I didn't like that. Yeah, you know, he, they said that Metallica is not the right band to be covering all those Rainbow songs. Right. Yeah. You know, and 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 that was his opinion. And as far as I'm concerned, that's as valid as Greg saying that he doesn't like uh, Metallica's version of Astronomy. You know, I mean, I, listen, what we're, we seem to be the only band where people like the cover version of a ghost song more than the ghost version. OK, like we're one, we're one of the rare few. Yeah. No, I can have his opinion. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at anybody's opinion. I'm just I, I just want somebody to explain. The poor boy. No, no, I'm only joking. Um, I just want him to explain to me what what makes him think it's so bad, you know, because to me, I like it. I, it's not the best. I don't think it's the best cover, but. To me, it's good, and and like I said, it made me want to get a uh, Blue Oyster Cult album. So I don't know. It just sounds so clunky. I maybe I'd feel differently if I heard it first, but it's they just sound so bad on that. <laughs> uh, I mean, even me, like I heard the BOC version first before I heard the Metallica version. So my yeah. expectations were were high for that because I loved Metallica at the time. Um. I don't 
hate it as much as Greg does. I mean, I, I, in comparison, I like it, but even I'll be the first to say, I'll, I'll choose BOC's version any day of the week. You damn well better, or I quit. I'll tell you both that right now. <laughs> I, I got to draw a line in the sand here. <laughs> He's bringing some credibility up with this motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is. And, and I'm, oh God, am I dreading the next Ozzy album? But that's what the next episode's for. Which is um, Black Rain. Black Rain. And then. And we uh, have Scream. Oh, I got two Black Rain albums. That's why it's like, I got Scream. Why Scream do you own two copies of Black Rain? Because there's two um, different covers. There's okay. A regular, there's a regular, like, jewel case one. Uh huh. Where it's with Ozzy on the front with the rain coming down or whatever, and there's another one that's just a black, uh, not a black, a uh, brown, uh, like digipack thing. Makes sense because it's a piece of shit. Exactly. He said brown. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I didn't like the brown one because it didn't come with any booklet or anything. It was just a, a digipack. It just opened up and you got the CD, and I think that was it. I don't think there's any booklet in there. And then any I bonus saw, tracks on it. No, um, I don't remember. Don't make me get up. I don't know. Um, oh. I don't think so lame but then i saw i saw the other album cover and i said that's a cool album cover i only bought it for the album cover because i thought it looked cool and i I didn't i didn't pay regular price for it i think i found it on sale isn't that the one where he's just wearing that stupid fucking bowler's hat that makes you want to punch him in the face though no that's the one after scream (laughs) black rain no black rain is just when he's standing in the rain in a black trench coat yeah oh uh, ordinary man's the one where he has the bowler hat on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That oh, no. Good. You're making Wayne get up. What get pants it? are you wearing? <laughs> Star Wars pants. She wearing pajama pants. Yes, yeah. says the guy that never watched freaking the Star Wars holiday Damn, special. Is, no, I didn't watch that. But this is my Star Wars. I got Yoda on here. and Star That's Wars. it. We're doing Rats Eye Review Theater Star Wars holiday special <laughs> with the commercials. <laughs> Yeah, this is the uh, the shitty cover. Please don't squeeze the charm of Mr. Whipple. And it came with nothing. Except for there is a download code. If anybody wants to download it, but I doubt it works. But it just came with a CD. Just slips out of there. See, I was like, mm. I like why, this is garbage. Like, why do I want this? I did, I did see that tour. And it uh, was pretty fun. I like the album cover on there. I said, that's cool. I want that instead. Yeah. And it came with a booklet and everything, so. Better, a much better looking album cover. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and is there any bonus tracks? Uh, let's see here. Nope, nothing, nothing special. All the same. Oh, uh, Catman's in the chat, and he says, "Wayne, Greg, Lou, Bowler's hat." Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, Catman, he, he looks so stupid in that. I don't remember what that album cover looks like. I have to look at it again. All right. Um, so all right, that's it. Osmosis is okay, down to earth sucks. So, and so is undercovers, and so does undercovers. Yep. So, buy a Black Sabbath record. Yeah, <laughs> let <laughs> us know what you guys think in the chat. Which one do you like more? Which one do you like less? You hate them both, you like them both. Let us know. Um, let's see. Uh, tomorrow there will not be a show at eight o'clock because this one was on early on a Tuesday night. Um, but I will have a interview with Roland Grappel tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. So join me for that. And what else? Oh, 
Uh, Funny you mentioned that. I delivered a snowblower the other day. I know. You told me. (laughs) (laughs) In case anyone wonders who Roland Grappow is, A, what's wrong with you? B, he was formerly of Halloween and currently of the band Master Plan, which Wayne, awesome job getting that interview. I didn't. I was wondering what happened to Master Plan. (laughs) Although still around. Yeah, but they haven't released anything new since that Pumpkins cover uh, covers album, which was good. And uh, I think he's going to be going on tour with Gus G in the near future. And uh, yeah, Master Plan and Firewind together, which uh, you European fans out there appreciate it because we ain't getting that tour. Mm, Yeah, we never get the good stuff around here. But I will be doing that. And then at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, (laughs) I will be on freeworld.fm. I do a radio show on there now, Red Sound Review Radio. So join me for that. Uh, any songs you want me to play, just send me the email, openyourlifeatawl.com, and I'll get them on there. But I hope to get some guests on that show, too. I want to do some different things on there, so we'll see what happens. Let's see. Uh, anything for uh, us to plug? Well, uh, we just released our first in a series of three episodes of Screams from the Grave. Greg and I uh, did Scorpions in Trance. We did Van Halen's Fair Warning, which I'm in the middle of wrapping up editing on that. And finally, we'll have uh, Black Sabbath Sabotage all out this week. And go to SeveredAngel.com, pick up the album from our band camp. All the links to our social media are there. And also over on our merch page, all items are 40% off until November 28th as part of their week-long Black Friday sale. So buy our shit. Give us your money. Thank you. <laughs> and please hit subscribe. And oh, one other thing. I'm going to do this now with the podcast version. It's going to be very behind because I want to add shows like um, like uh, kind of like everyday type thing. So I'm going to let a bunch of shows build up. So if you want to hear the shows or watch the shows live, YouTube is the place to be. If you're listening to this on the podcast version, it's going to be a little bit behind. So you might want to watch YouTube instead, but don't have to. You can stay on the podcast version, so you don't have to look at us. But just want to let you know it's going to be a little behind, and that's why. All right. Thank you for wanting to look at our pretty faces. Yes, thank you very yes, much. Yes, thank you. But uh, we should be back here next week. Oh, and join me tomorrow. I'll be on uh, Almost Men Live. I don't know what we're doing. But, you're you're uh, doing it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I wow. know. I know Ralph will be, and Tony will be on there. And if they are, and I'm not there, they're going to be doing uh, Exciter. The man exciter. If I am, we're going to be doing Q and A or sabotage. Okay. But uh, yeah, join us for that. Until well, then, yeah, I don't really know who they are. So I said, do a crappy band that I don't know. And if I'm there, then we'll do something else. <laughs> Sorry, hey, you can join them if they're doing excited. Go ahead. <coughs> and I got pie to eat on Thanksgiving. All right. Well, it's at eight o'clock. You'll be still eating pie at eight o'clock. Every man eats pie. Have you ever heard of a bad time for pie? Like no, there really is. I, actually, when I leave here, I'm going to go eat pie. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> About time. Is it your birthday? Happy birthday. No. <laughs> Goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving. And <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving and Demoni. And remember, osmosis and, and black, black rain. No, I don't want to give that away. But down to earth. It stinks. (laughs) Yes, it does.